0: Podcast time! It's podcast, baby boys. Welcome back to another episode of Phrase with Vinny. Um, today, my friends, is a wonderful, a wonderfully exciting episode because uh, this week I was joined by none other than my friend, uh, my friend Pedro, from Random Ramblings Productions, and of course his own channel, The Media Nut. Uh, we've been friends for quite a while, actually. He was one of the first YouTube friends I ever made. Um, and so yeah, we had a really, we had a really great time catching up, and it turned out into a really, really fun episode, which I thought, uh, was not only fun and funny, but also was pretty ding dang deep if I do say so myself. Uh, so without further ado, um, episode! The Media Nuts! The Media Nuts! He's here on YouTube to tell you what's what! The Media The Media The Media Nuts! And Every day I, butt. I was thinking about it because um we had the uh obviously it was a pain to set set the schedule up because I realized something is that your work schedule and my work schedule are like opposed to each other it's I like they're so, perfect yeah. they're perfect opposites they're perfectly set up to where like um <laughs> like like you know you're working while I'm off and then you know and as soon as yeah. as soon as Monday rolls around, you're like, "All right, I'm off now." I'm like, "Well, I gotta go to work now."
1: Yeah, it's it's been a it's definitely a very crazy work schedule. Um, I especially because like I only really work weekends, uh, so like I I didn't like I tend to forget sometimes that my normal is very different from other people's normal because people yeah. are so used to working weeks. And then having weekends off, yeah. and then me, it's like completely the other way around. My weeks are my weekends.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, I've been very lucky the past four years because I've worked 10 hour days, which means I work four hour, you know, four, four day work weeks, which okay. is, I think, should become a norm. But I think it should be four eight hour days, not for 10 hour days. Like, I yeah. think more people should be able to do that, you know? Like, yeah, three I, I, days is just such a better weekend. There's a, lot,
1: there's a lot when it comes to, like, the ideas of, like, how long someone should be in a certain thing. Like, I know that um, there's a debate when it comes to, like, how long people should work throughout the week and then also how long kids should go to, like, school, for example. Right. Like there's, yeah, there's an idea yeah. that it's, like, kids are having to wake up around, like, as early as 6 um in order to go to school and leave around, like, 3 or 4. Uh, and it's, like... It, it it's it's interesting it's interesting because it's training them to get ready mm-hmm. to wake up early and and in the workforce when they had to wake up like that time or earlier to go to like to go to their jobs and leave even later because it's like they go in at like six or seven but then they end up leaving at like five or six p.m and it's like wow yeah. what yeah. that's well that and that in school becomes
0: like it could be school becomes child care for the parents you know
1: like that becomes yeah. that
0: becomes how the parents are able to go to work. And so it's kind of a brutal cycle because if you say, oh, kids are going to get off an hour early out of school now so they can have more time to be kids. And it's like, well, now your parents have to be there to take care of them or somebody yeah. has to be.
1: So yeah.
0: it's, it's a brutal cycle because, you know, any, any, any repair you make on either side has to go both ways.
1: But you know it's- what? I feel like that's why – I, it's funny we're getting it. It's funny like we're already having an interesting conversation yeah. getting into it. <laughs> well, that's but, why uh, that's why I not started even the recording immediately. Numbing, but <laughs> that's why I
0: record start recording um, immediately. I know this. I, th- j- I,
1: I think this also goes into why I think uh, like elective stuff and like and like uh, I forgot what they're called. The, I've been out of school for so long mm-hmm. that I totally yeah. forgot what what the, um, uh, where yeah, um, is- the extra. Yeah, those are thingies. electives.
0: Yeah, those are electives. Yeah,
1: yeah. Like the electives and the after school things of like I think that's why those become a bit more important because you like like after school is when most people have like their theater clubs or their drama clubs or their uh their art clubs, guitar clubs, video game clubs, uh mm-hmm. yeah. all these other different clubs that they have. A lot of those take place after school. So then it's like you would think it's that would kind of be like the prime time, I feel, of because that's you just said it where it's like, okay, what happens when the parents are still at work once the kids get out of school? It's like, okay, then mm-hmm. how about give a little bit more time to those after school programs? Yeah. Um, uh, give a little bit more funding for that, give a little bit mm-hmm. oh, more yeah. attention to that because I think, uh, because number one, it, it lets kids find out what they like who they interact Mm -hmm. with who and who they work well with Mm -hmm. um because like if if you're if you're a kid and you find out one day it's like you like singing and you joined and you join like some kind of music or band club um that would be really cool and then you get to meet a lot of friends and you spend a good amount of time after school there developing this thing before going home i don't know i think that would be pretty cool i like Um, I know that technically those still exist, Yeah, but it's like, they're they're not given as much, at least when I was still in high school, they weren't given as much attention as I, Mm -hmm. I believe people would have wanted it to. And I think it would be cool if they get more attention to Mm -hmm. that kind of stuff again.
0: Yeah, well I mean like the that's the thing about like homeschooling, which is I think is brilliant, which is, you know, I don't love yeah. everything about homeschooling, you know. The more I learn about, it, the more I'm like, oh, this stuff needs some work here and there, you know, especially there's when it the, comes to standards of education. Yeah. But like when it comes to self discovery, there's no better setup for yeah. like, learn about yourself as a person than having that much time. You know, because then there's
1: like, the there's the obvious jokes of huh, but prom must be awkward. <laughs> And,
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. if i if i had a nickel for any time every time somebody at work made the joke of did you take right. your mom did you take your mom to prom
1: oh my gosh what was take your child or, or like the the joke of like what was take your child to work day like it's just another day of school
0: yeah <laughs> uh no but it's funny oh my symbol my my uh yeah. My simple thing fell over. But anyway, I've just been thinking about this a lot because I've been getting ready to go back to college. We're not back to college. I haven't gone to college, period. I'm going to go to college finally at 25. Congratulations. Um, Thank you. Uh, But, like, it's been a lot on my mind because um, I've been – there's a local place called the uh, Career Learning Center, and they specialize in, like, uh, helping people get their GED, but they also help with people preparing to go back to college, Um, you know, getting ready for SAT, junk like that. And yeah. it's been surprising because like I did a test for like a placement thing and they were like, these are really good scores. These are like, you know, these are like college level scores. These aren't like right. GED scores, you know, like these are way above that. And so that's, I think main part of that is because of the way I was taught to learn. Because mm-hmm. like my mom's amazing about that mm-hmm. because she's like, she worked her butt off for you know several years teaching all of us and she knew she couldn't teach us the same way that like schools could so she taught us like the value of reading and how to read
1: and like you know that is amazing i love that
0: and because i've continued to read the past you know five years out of school it's been more like six or seven now but you get the point like you know i have continued to learn because you know i was taught the love of books and it's just been it's just it's made it so much easier to like you know pass these tests that require a reading comprehension yeah. when it's like yeah i read every day almost i you
1: know? i i i very much feel you like even though i wasn't homeschooled i i was very lucky to have been introduced to the concept of reading at such an early age because like very early on i've read like so many different books and not just like not just the picture books no like i've read chapter books at a very young age i remember like um I forgot the name of the series, but like I think my first ever chapter book was that a uh, cam mystery series book, like that girl who has the ability to like mentally take pictures mm-hmm. of like of things that happen, and because of that she's able to like solve mysteries and stuff like that, like that mm-hmm. was a that was something I grew up with, and then like slowly going forward, like I started getting into like. I got introduced to things like Harry Potter and Percy Mm -hmm. Jackson and, and uh, kingdom keepers and a lot of these like other like wonderful, fantastical um, book series. And as time passes, I just started reading more and more whether it's uh, a novel or a chapter book or a comic book, even like I started reading manga and Mm -hmm. comic books also relatively early on compared to the average kid where I was, I think it was like, in i don't know uh like uh late elementary early Mm -hmm. middle school that like i was introduced to like my first manga which was like naruto and then like my first like comic book which of course was Mm spider-man and like batman so it's like all these different forms of literature and it it helped me understand like a lot of these basic concepts of like storytelling Mm -hmm. and like you said like the uh, like uh, whenever there was a test that had to do with like reading prompts or things like that, mm. those were easy, easy, easy. easy, pot, easy. Yeah. 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 Um, the I, annoying I, part was the writing, part, yeah. <laughs> but like, but even that, like I appreciated it yeah. for what it was. And that was just me being lazy, but at the mm, same time I yeah. had a good time with it. Yeah.
0: I feel like I love writing, but I have to have a good excuse to write, which yes. is why I haven't done any writing in the past five years. Because ever since I quit blogging, uh, you know, I haven't had any excuse to sit down and write stuff. And writing for videos, motivation. yeah, writing for videos is just not the same. It's not the same yeah. process for me, at least. I don't know how, how you go about it, but I don't worry much about like punctuation stuff, like you know, proper storytelling, whatnot. I worry more about that. I get across what I'm trying to get across, yeah, and re- you know, save for later. Like, you know, I had specific methods of like marking out what was going to be filmed with the camera and what was going to be voiceover and junk like that. Um, yeah. whereas, you know, so, so I, I don't, I'm not gonna say I forgot like the, uh, you know, the classical writing rules for like writing essays, but I certainly, um, I certainly have, I'm out of practice. So that's, I'm sure that's going to be a big, uh, I think to, like, because relearn. of certain
1: teachers, I don't think I, I think I still remember a lot of the basic rules of like writing essays just because they kind of hammered it in yeah. towards me. Like, oh, like I, I, to this day, I know that, like colleges probably don't want you to do this but to this day every time i start a new paragraph in an essay if i were to write one i still do that thing that they teach you in like elementary or middle school where Mm. you put at the beginning of the uh of a paragraph you put like a little arrow Mm. in uh, right before the first right sentence i still Mm. do that and it's like I know that, like college level, and even some high school level mm-hmm. teachers to be like, like that's like elementary school stuff. You don't mm-hmm. have to do that anymore. It's like, yeah, but it's, it's it comes natural to me right. now. Yeah, it's yeah. just it's, it's just kind of how I do it. Yeah. It's, it's I was funny. always
0: like, I was I don't know, I, I'm not sure why, but I was taught when it, to when it's starting like a new paragraph that you space your sentence like a word space in, like you know, yeah, cabin. that was how I was taught to write uh like you know on paper when i was writing mm-hmm. that you'd have that space i don't know why it's just a rule i followed and now it's ingrained in me a lot of that's a lot of that stuff you kind of keep ingrained in you
1: oh but, yeah uh, no it's it's crazy uh to this day though i will say maybe it's because i live in the world of the arts or the performance things and all that stuff but it, i still have not found a use for the pythagorean theorem <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, what is pythagorean theory again I is it? I it's, remember. it's it's some some math thing. I'm sorry. It okay, to math, this day, math it's okay. It's not a big deal. Math it's just, I was has curious. just been. I was just curious if it was something I remembered or not because I was a big yeah. math nerd. Because I was a nah, big ma- science math nerd was always
1: my and, biggest yeah. like right. enemy in school. Yeah. Like all my bad grades <laughs> were from math. Like I, I, I'd get like a A or B or something, something around that in every other course mm-hmm. math would just always be my downfall. It, it yeah. was goodness gracious. Yeah. I, I feel not. like,
0: I feel like math is one of those things you either love or hate. Like hate I've it. never <laughs> heard of anybody who was just like, eh, I don't really, you know, math. I don't love it. Don't hate it. You either love it or hate it. You know, yeah you, there's no in between. I think it's because it's forced on people a lot.
1: And oh, really yeah, one hundred percent. Really,
0: like most people don't need to learn trig. You know, most people that, quit at algebra. Yeah. But, um, like for me, I am, you know, I'm glad I know math, but because I enjoy it, I legitimately enjoy the process of like solving equations and whatnot. But, uh, but for a lot of people, I understand it. It was a pain, and you know, and I'm sure it traumatized plenty of kids.
1: It traumatized <laughs> me definitely. <laughs> Dang. Goodness gracious.
0: Uh, parents are not parents are not cut out for this helping these kids with their their math Sheesh.
1: homework. I, I think back to that scene if uh I don't know if you've seen Incredibles 2. Oh yeah, um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that scene where Bob is trying to help Dash yeah. with math and his yeah. and it's like, I know I know in that era, yeah. like there, mm-hmm. there was this big controversy of like math where they changed yeah. it apparently. Yeah, it, was like, changed like it. Math, math it was like math is math, math is math, and it's like no matter what math is, yeah. it's always going to be hard. And then- well, there's a there's a lot of things in math like
0: people simplify this for the sake of a um, teaching it. You know, like for dividing right. fractions, you flip the second fraction and you multiply. And yeah. that I don't ask me why that works. I don't know. I know if it's, I have a hard time remembering it, but there is a way to solve uh, dividing fractions without that formula. But that formula yeah. is insanely handy. So I keep it in my mind just in case I need it,
1: but I don't know how it works. It was explained to me once, but I don't it, get it's, it. You, you want to know what's ridiculous about that though? It's like, yeah, you're right. There's a lot of really simple ways of understanding some basic map stuff. Here's the problem. I don't know if this was a case for homeschool, but in a lot of public school settings, I don't know why. They try to avoid teaching us those simple ways. <laughs> they, always, they always want us to understand yeah. – the more complicated version yeah. like, wait, wait, wait. And it's like, I, yeah. again, being, being the mm-hmm. media that I'm always going to want to yeah. like, uh, be, uh, I'm always going to want to reference some sort of like pop culture thing, but it's like, have you, ha, has anyone ever not heard of Scrooge McDuck? Like has ever, has anyone ever <laughs> not heard smarter, the phrase <laughs> it worked smarter, not harder. Why are you making us learn hmm. these overly complicated ways of answering these questions? When in reality it's like, you, we could easily solve these questions with these simpler tactics. Uh, it it's it just feels like a big waste of time at that point. Yeah,
0: yeah, I, I I agree with you. I mean, like that's the thing. A lot of those tricks are so easy to learn, but the problem is if you're around them, them, you don't really learn the math. But if that's the question, like you know, do you, did, do the kids need to learn the math? Or they need, to, I don't know, I don't know, dude. And that's the other it's thing. Crazy. It's crazy. The other thing. Like, it's crazy. It's It's not took- like.
1: It took me years to realize, like years after mm. learning that, uh, the when you in multiplication, the when you do specifically the the nine multiplications, the whole thing of it, mm. like yeah, like it's like the numbers backwards or going yeah. up and yeah, down. Yeah, yeah. I Funny didn't learn is, that yeah. until years later. Yeah. I can't because remember, they never taught yeah, me.
0: I can't remember if I was taught that or if I just figured it out. I want to say I figured it out because i, I mean yeah to- you're the whole liked- nerd
1: you're like one of the smartest people i know <laughs> yeah you, you
0: gotta raise your standards dude <laughs> just because i'm going back to school for physics doesn't mean i'm that smart it just means that i'm persistent <laughs> but uh oh man it's funny you re- reference um uh the scrooge mcduck and the duck t- it's i've i've gone back and like i think I don't think I had you on that episode, but I had you on the old Homeschool Nerdcast. Yeah, one no, the, I, I remember. Ooh. I remember. But I remember I, the day. first episode was the Ducktales thing, and I didn't even watch any more of the show until here a couple of year a year ago, I think it was, when I finally got Disney Plus, and just like such, oh, such a, a good, good show, show, dude. It such really is. Show. yeah. I, it sucks. It's over, but also like so much work went into that. I'm it so really impressed was. by it the was new animation shows that are coming out.
1: Yeah, no, there's a lot of shows that I really, really love. Uh when it comes to like DuckTales, uh mm-hmm. it's it, to this day I consider it the greatest reboot I've ever seen. Oh it's like, so good. Like yeah. There's so many of those out there, but it's like DuckTales just knew how to do it right. Um and also going back to what you said about me being in the uh in your original podcast, like no, no I remember to the day, like I was it was late at night at my at back, uh uh where I lived I was in my car uh, oh my god and uh and and you and your brother uh called me on my yeah. on my phone to so like make sure I was there and we yeah. we spent a good time debating because <laughs> I had such a such a unpopular opinion of of um, my favorite Sonic video game yeah, being Sonic wanna, Six, yeah, yeah. I was gonna say. <laughs> it was such a, f- it was it was a lot of fun, and I still remember it to this day. It was yeah. it was, it's... I I think that was one of the last times that you and I really worked together on some kind yeah. of like project yeah. I mean, or something because after did,
0: that life that happened, was before you know? that was before the episode we did of Sonic I Adventure think... for Random was Reynolds. it was it. Was believe, it before? I believe the last time we really worked together
1: was that episode. Yeah, I know? think so. Unless like, you count, pro, Among big us. Project? yeah. Yeah, yeah. Unless Man, you
0: count to Among this us. day,
1: to, to this day, I have to say, like, even though like things have gotten kind of like in a massive hiatus when it comes to random yeah. ramblings, I, yeah. to this day I will say, like, the Sonic Adventure episode still continues mm. to be like one of, if not my favorite, video made on the Random Ramblings channel. It's tied between that and the Five Nights of Freddy's Mm. video those those two are just like yeah well um, those
0: are the ones you guys work the hardest on I think oh yeah like we
1: so many so many effects went into it so many like funny different ideas like a lot of the other episodes were very very let's just let's just have some random plot and 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 review the thing but here Mm. we we really took the strengths of every person that was like part of it where it's like you and your quirkiness and you and your your brother's like comedy like physical comedy with breaking the keyboard and like just the 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 the, the connection between like me and zadie like as the meeting on and the silly different characters and then like having billiam as like the guest star to kind of like just kind of like show up for a moment tell us what yeah. they're doing and then leave it was just kind of like Perfectly paced. Yeah. And that's one but thing that I really I think the appreciate. Amazing about that thing, video. I think the amazing
0: thing about that video in that episode um, was that even though because none of us ever interacted like no, we, not once. You know, in not real once. time. <laughs> real time. Yeah. We just recorded our parts and set them in. And yet, because everyone was so diverse, it just it really felt like we were playing off each other, you know. It really did. Which is what it I love about so like comedy natural. and yeah. this kind of stuff is that you know something that I missed so much in a lot of the content i produced on homeschool nerd was that so many so many so many times it was just me and what i yeah. love about comedy is people being able to play off each other that's what i love about like improv comedy i would yeah. love to be able to take improv lessons if i you know there is an improv troupe in rapid not a very big one but i would love to be able to take lessons from them because improv is such an amazing form of comedy because some of these guys are just they get they get going and they work so well with each other you know and I think that's yeah. that was what was cool was like you know you know get uh, interacting with uh, indirectly with so many people <laughs> in that video, you know it's it's me.
1: it's a lot of fun. Like if yeah. if you yeah. uh, I don't I haven't done improv in a while, but like it's definitely even if it's not a big troupe, I, I definitely would say like you at least give it a shot. I think yeah. it, it yeah. could be at least a fun experience and like kind of gets you out of your comfort zone, which yeah. I feel like if you're in the world of performance of any kind I think like one of the first few lessons you should learn is to get out of your comfort zone Mm -hmm. like that is definitely something that I oh yeah recommend I learned that I learned that very early on in my life the hard way but like I think one of the biggest examples a little bit of a strain from the strain for the time but not really like is when back in high school when I uh, when I got the part of Edna from hairspray (laughs) and it's like you know it's it's it, like at the time i was already a very jokey kind of person and very com- and arguably comfortable with who i am but it it was an entirely another level when i realized oh shoot i had to play a woman but like yeah. i had to play a guy playing a woman mm-hmm. yeah and it, it it it's such a weird interesting crazy situation that really got me out of that comfort zone it's like it's stuff like that like just like like experimenting and like like doing all these things that's why comedy is such a beautiful thing where it it gives you that ability and acting in general or performing in general whatever it is gives you that ability not just to express yourself but to kind of showcase other sides of you um you don't usually get to see um I guarantee after that play, I don't think any other role has ever intimidated me. Yeah. As much as that much, because now it's like, okay, I've after playing a character like that, there's yeah. not much that can, that could intimidate me well, to I think, play. Yeah.
0: yeah. I mean, that's, that's a good point. Cause like, you know, that character, that, that kind of character is out of, like, I know a lot of men that would be like, no, I can't, no, I gotta be a man, man.
1: manly man. (laughs) It's funny. Yeah.
0: Doing doing something that intimidating would honestly, yeah, I can understand why that would would set you to the point where, like, it didn't matter what else you did from there on,
1: you know? Yeah, nah. Like to this day, every once in a while, I'll catch up with uh, a member of my own of my old thespian like uh, group, and like I, I I'd make a joke or so, being like, "Hey, like no matter what, I I still <laughs> say I was the most fabulous person <laughs> in that play." But it, yeah, it's just fun. It's fun. It's fun. Mm-hmm. It's stuff like that. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. It,
0: I mean that, that that makes me think of like. Cause I mean, as you know, on Homeschool Nerd, my uh, typical fashion statement was a uh, black T-shirt every single time for but several years. But you had years. a brand, like you, you. Knew- I did have a brand. Yeah. Like- but, um after I got married, I kind of had this um, identity crisis, mm. and that's why I got like. I mean, I could, I could. At the closet closer right now, otherwise I'd rotate the camera <laughs> and show you. But like I bought a whole bunch of like colorful flashy sport coats and outfits because I wanted to express myself in a new way. I wanted right. to I wanted to be more outlandish. If that makes right. sense. And like well, I've I mean, to the point I- where I've meld out, but like that was like a nice exploration of like, oh I don't have to just be, you know, I don't
1: have to be the black shirt kid. I could well, be Well yeah, the I was actually gonna say at least Maybe for you it was, it was the case, but for me, growing up and watching the Homeschooled Nerd, nerd Channel for as long as I did, uh, both before and after you and I met, uh, it wasn't the black shirt that made me realize it was you. It, mm-hmm. More realistically, it was at the time I didn't see a lot of other YouTubers like do this, but it's like it, I think it was more of the hats that yeah. kind of yeah. that kind of signified. Yeah like help me realize who you Mm. were that and also like your logo your your logo is very like like recognizable yeah so like when with that i i think um i don't know it it just that felt a little more natural to me than it was than it was Mm -hmm. like the shirt so like you can wear whatever shirt you wanted and i think I would have thought of you as the homeschooler, but yeah. This is just me speaking to someone who's seen you for mm-hmm. a very long time.
0: Yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Again, I, I I'm I'm someone that like always assumes that people are seeing one specific thing when they're not even paying attention to that. You know, yeah. like I'm always thinking, they're gonna notice this, they're gonna notice that about me. And in reality they're paying to something completely different or not even noticing me.
1: Yeah, I kind of learned that – I kind of learned that a long time ago when it came to, like, the media nut character where it's like – for me, I always thought the thing that was, like – the thing that was iconic about him was the the signature, like, white Random Ramblings t-shirt that you saw him Mm -hmm. wear every Random Ramblings episode. But then I realized it's like – like, I still want him to kind of wear something similar to that, but, like, I don't think it's the white shirt specifically. It's more of the Random Ramblings logo – that I think is more symbolic and then like in the future, whenever we do start making those types of videos again, cause we still do want to mm-hmm. um, like my idea is that maybe like I'll try to invest in like creating different colored random rambling style shirts that could work with the character maybe. And, and even then, like, it's not like, that's the thing when trying to, when trying to create a persona for yourself, it's such an interesting thing. Cause like one of the, one of the things you're taught very early on in life when it comes to creating a character is that you want the character to be recognizable, but you also want the character to be, like, simple. That's mm-hmm. why you see characters like Pikachu and Sonic and Mario. Mm-hmm. Like, when you look at their designs, Pac-Man even, mm-hmm. like, when you look at the designs, they're, they're recognizable, but there's also simplicity to it. Yeah. And you can see that in a lot of YouTubers as well, where it's like, um, you can recognize Markiplier because uh, because the iconic pink mustache mm-hmm. logo. You can recognize PewDiePie because the the blue Brofist thing. Yeah. Uh, game Theory ha- game mm-hmm. map has his like yeah. Game Theory circle logo mm-hmm. thing. Uh, yeah. Even like Nostalgia Critic, who's a bit more niche, has that like. It's funny you mentioned the guy with the black shirt because he's he has the iconic like black cap and red mm-hmm. tie yeah. and glasses. Yeah, yeah kind of look so it's it's interesting to try to figure out that kind of idea because as youtubers and as creators we do see each we do see ourselves as a type of character and sometimes it's hard figuring out Mm. what is the thing that works for us like what is the thing that will get people to recognize us? is it the way we look? Is it our personality? Is it a certain catchphrase mm-hmm. that we do or something in that regard? Yeah. Well, I yeah. remember um, back in Illinois, there was a youth
0: group we started going to and this was a couple of years into doing homeschooled nerd videos. So I was yeah. relatively well, had a bit of a backlog. And, but there was a couple, like a couple uh, kids in the group that uh, started watching, like, the entire, the entirety of Homes Good Nerd. And it was just <laughs> weird, like, what they chose to latch on to. Like, the most hmm. random lines that I didn't even think were funny. And they were just like, this is, this, like, well, one kid kept quoting one line to me, which was, and they never watched Blimey Cow again, which was, like, an unofficial rival of ours. And I was just like, eh, "That's, I mean, that joke, well, that line was like, it's funny, but like, it's not really funny." But he, he thought it was hilarious.
1: There was, there was a couple of uh, lot. Li- There's a couple of lines and like bits that you've done in Homeschool Nerd that I think stuck with me for a while. That was like really fun. Like there was, um, there was this one ongoing joke I think you did where. You guys, I think you guys had like Kermit the Frog or something, oh, or yeah. yeah, that that Kermit, that that yeah. that joke they they did for like multiple episodes too. Yeah. He it'd be like continuous thing, and I don't mm-hmm. know why. Maybe it's because I like Kermit the Frog because He's I realize I've I've yeah. in the past few years I've realized, huh? I've watched a lot of YouTubers make <laughs> jokes with Kermit the yeah. Frog, yeah. but it's just. There's something really funny about how you guys did it, uh, and well,
0: my favorite, my favorite bit by far is the Pokemon battle between Kermit and Pikachu, Detective Pikachu. Oh my gosh! And that's like, it, that's like, I can't top that. I know I can't. You know, like I, I wish I'd just is, done videos like that, like just that segment, because that like, really was a good one. Like, the editing and everything turned out perfect on that final little segment of that video. You know. And honestly, that yeah. that end segment should have just been a video in and of itself, all by its lonesome. Because it was, you know, especially in this this uh, era we're kind of living in of like shorter term content, kind of yeah. making a resurgence. At least for now, we'll see what happens. Now TikTok is upping its time limit to ten minutes. Yeah, videos.
1: it's actually yeah that 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 is a a really interesting thing where it's like right now in the era of, of specifically YouTube, like content has become such a diverse thing where especially in the time frame because like YouTube you cares so much about short form content but then a lot of people recently have been making these long term content be, uh, as well that people have been eating up as well and it's it's that weird middle ground that people find uh that hooks it's it's crazy to think about. Yeah. It really is.
0: Yeah. Well it's what's weird is like I I was reading a book from Carl Say and he wrote it in the uh, mid to late nineties. It was called uh, <clears throat> I forget what the main title was, but the, 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 uh, the um subtitle was Science is a candle in the light of the darkness. Um oh it's Demon Haunted World. That's what it was called. But in, it is so weird because in this book he's talking about how you know we're we're getting shorter and shorter audio segments rather than the full story in so many things. I'm just like he's just talking about TikTok in the '90s. What <laughs> is this guy clairvoyant or something?
1: Might might be, might be.
0: Uh, I mean, I'm typically a skeptic, but uh, <laughs> gosh, dang, it was just it's just so weird because like he's describing like many of the problems we're seeing, especially here in 2020. You know, oh yeah, I no. Mean, there's, I know, there's a... I'm sure you've seen plenty of that there in Florida, and I've seen oh, plenty here 100%. in South Dakota. Believe me, I remember you were. I was. I was like looking at the numbers in Florida, and I don't remember if I tweeted this or not. But I was like, "Hey Pedro, do you want to? Do you want to come down to South Dakota with me to avoid all these I... COVID cases?" <laughs> but then, Honestly, like, then the rally I... happened. Then the the Sturgis rally happened. And I yeah. was like, "Oh, never mind. We're fucked." <laughs> never mind, bud. I, I...
1: Years ago, like if I had the ability to, I, I really, I really would, I really would have taken you up on that offer. I really would have.
0: <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, especially it just, it now scary because I was reserve. just like, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just like, and I'm, I, I, she. That was like, I, I've talked about this before on the podcast because, like, this podcast has been my therapy for the past year. Um, but um, that's good. Like, 2020 was such a big year in like radicalizing me. You know, in so many ways, because I just kept seeing so many like anti-science, anti-vaccine for no reason outside of, I don't like Democrats, so uh, no vaccine for me, please. You know, because I'd seen anti-vaccine stuff before. It's been pretty popular since actually, well, I mean since vaccines were created there was an anti-vaccine movement but like it's grown a lot here recently because people have
1: seen it as some weird political issue but it's not (laughs) it's 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 a it's a whole like it's the whole thing is so tricky because uh, like for those who know me and what i try to do as the media nut like Mm -hmm. like I always do my best to try to, like, uh, send this message of, like, positivity mm. and inclu- and inclusivity and some of that with the power of, like, pop culture. That's why, like, right. a lot of the shows and movies that are coming out these days I, I really appreciate because they really seem to be focusing on those topics. Uh, it's uh, It also has led me to, like, ironically being the media nut mm. – a lot of social media-based things, yeah. especially the political yeah. ones, I always, like, find myself wanting to stay away from. But the mm-hmm. topics yeah. and the conversations always find their way to show up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it it's just, like, I can never find myself to really – it's not that I don't care because I care mm. about people yeah. and I care – about, like, I care about the well-being of us as the human mm-hmm. race and all that. Yes. It's just when things get into politics, it's always going to be one of those iffy situations. Mm-hmm. of um, uh, If anyone's a personal friend of mine, you know I have a name for politicians. Mm-hmm. And that the name for that is um, Babies in Suits. Because my personal <laughs> belief is that if you're a politician, I'm sorry, but all you care about is being right. Mm-hmm. And no matter yeah. what side you're on, Democrat mm-hmm. or Republican, yeah. or whatever yeah. it else is, oh, yeah. no one really seems to care about agreeing. They always wanna mm-hmm. they always wanna be right. they always wanna yeah. they always wanna kind of like fill their agenda of some kind. And I'm just like, guys, like people are dying. <laughs> yeah there are bad things happening i don't care what you believe in what uh, what we should care Mm -hmm. about is people being okay people being happy people like doing the right thing Mm -hmm. and i I understand there's a lot of people out there who's gonna be like well doing the right thing is subjective but it's like come on common sense like it's like okay maybe your idea of the right thing may be different than than others but it's like there's a few things that could obviously like holding the door open for someone or if you see yeah. someone getting hurt shouldn't you at least check to see if they're okay or yeah. something yeah. in that regards i i may i consider myself a very simple minded person so forgive me but it's just that when it comes to all that insanity <laughs> i just i, mm-hmm. I, I just i yeah. <clears throat> I mean there's certainly
0: there's certainly a lot of nuanced topics that people expect. Politicians have full on, you know, knowledge. Of, you know, or not even just politicians, but like you or me. People be like, "Well, yeah, you vote a Vinnie-hearted, you're a Democrat." But what about that? And it's like that's a very de- nuanced topic, dude. You tr- I can't put that in a binary. It's not that simple. Yeah. You know. Yeah. This... I think. Yeah. I, I guess. I guess my issue comes down to like when I see like because I. So much of this stuff, I feel like I saw it coming. Like, Mm. I I, there's a part of me that knew that there was going to be a lot of people that would not get the COVID 19 vaccine because for years I'd watched this movement in my, you know, in my literal backyard, you know, in the people that were in the both communities back in Illinois and out here in South Dakota, especially, you know. So I knew this was coming, and it's just like, so then when now i feel like you know when i'm ringing the uh when i when i when i every now and then ring the warning bell on on like um young earth creation groups or like you know anti you know um, homophobic groups <clears throat> there's a um there's a bit of a uh it, people sometimes just like oh video really, it's not that big a deal you're just looking at these you're just looking at these niche groups and it's just like well yeah but now we have this you know don't say gay bill that just passed not only in Florida, but now it's popping up in other states. Oh, you know, great! Now we have now we have this shit going on. It's just like you know, yeah. This is what happens when when we let these problems run rampant and and uh, and be like, yeah. oh, it's no big deal. It's it's just they're just little guys. Let those let the cults do what the Let's just let the cults do cult things.
1: And, yeah, it's it's and I get I get not
0: wanting to get involved. I mean, you know it's i i do believe that like you shouldn't you shouldn't get involved with certain political issues unless you're fully versed on them you know because i feel like that's a big problem with a lot of people is that they want to they want to not only spat an opinion but uh spread it and reinforce it when they haven't really explored the whole issues you know but it's you know clearly it's having some form of um of side effect on the culture
1: oh yeah no 100% it's 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 it is a shame but i think that's why like like there's been people who've asked me hey like media nut like how come your name is the media nut and you focus Mm -hmm. on pop culture but how come you don't focus more on like some social things that are happening on social media it's like yeah well there's a reason there's so much toxicity out Mm -hmm. there and i i I want to try to use my platform to make the world a better place, not where everyone Mm -hmm. is okay, where everyone can be included, where everyone can be happy, where everyone can be friends. I don't, I don't agree, nor do I want to try to promote any of these things that have to do with like, of like hating people for what they believe in, who they Mm. love, uh, what, what they look like, where they come from. Mm. It's, I've uh, it's it. This all goes back to really. This all goes back to the creation of random ramblings to begin with, because of right. the uh, because uh, of the 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 mission statement that we have at the end uh, at the end of every every one of our videos. Uh, if if anyone here who's watching this has seen a media nut video, you guys know mm-hmm. at the end of every video I always have a catchphrase, and that catchphrase is always. To keep doing you, keep sharing laughs, keep on rambling. And it's not just something – the catchphrase isn't just some catchy thing I say. There is a message in those Mm -hmm. that I want people to understand that it's like keep doing you. That should be obvious. Mm -hmm. Keep being proud of who you are Mm -hmm. no matter who you are, uh, no matter where you're from, no matter what it is. Like Keep being you. You have the ability to be you. You should be proud of who you are. You should love yourself for who you are. So please keep Mm -hmm. doing that. Keep sharing laughs. There's so much negativity and toxicity in the world that it's like we need more people to smile. We need more people to see that the world can be a positive, wonderful place Um, and that there's so many horrible people out there who, whether or not they realize it, they're making the world so awful – but we, as a collective, we a bunch of nerds and geeks and 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 people who love these shows and movies and games, like, believe it or not, we can make people happy through these, whatever uh, just just by having a conversation and then keep yeah. on rambling the the big one, the one that's connected to the company itself because it's called random ramblings. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's exactly that. If you have an opinion, and you're not hurting yourself you're not hurting anyone around you and you can think that you and you can and you are a like you are a person if you're a human then you have value and you will always have value at least in my eyes like like it does not matter who you are it does not matter what opinion you have as long as we can have a conversation about it then your opinion will always have some form of value um, And it's just so weird that a 24-year-old in Florida of all places making silly videos about cartoons and video games seems to understand that concept more than some of the freaking people trying to mm-hmm. lead the world. Yeah, <laughs> run the country, yeah. It, it, uh, it's I insane. Think, yeah.
0: I think honestly, like I've had like – I don't – I've talked about it on the pod, on this podcast before, but like I've always had a problem with like the because um, there's a certain level of like forced positivity that I right. always like w- run from because like sometimes things suck. but I think well I think actually both you and Zadie have really helped keep me grounded as I've like come out of like a really um, radical ideology. Um mm. because you know, I mean Zadie has called me out for things I said when I needed it, you know? Oh She's yeah. Like, and, hey, this is fucked up. <laughs> and the thing <laughs> hey, and this the, is a of thing you just no, said no, no, and, and I and, needed that, you know? Yeah, and, yeah. And like was, in the end. You've encouraged me to not be so um pessimistic towards like, you know, towards like the things that I've done in the past. Because, right. You know, sometimes, and sometimes, yeah.
1: Yeah, and and like when Zadie's done that, it's not anything towards you. It's not anything I'm against real, you. Like yeah, yeah. Zadie still cares about you. Zadie still see, yeah. and I still care about you. Like, mm-hmm. like, but this is the thing that people don't seem to understand. And it's beautiful that we're bringing this up because this is something that happened. Uh, uh, I've recently, in the past year or so, have really gotten into gotten into. Like I've always been a fan of Pokemon, but this time mm-hmm. around I've really gotten into like the the basis of the community of Pokemon because I've been working yeah. with a lot of Pokemon YouTubers recently, mm-hmm. and and uh, not just with Pokemon, but a lot of fandoms and and uh, mm-hmm. and uh, fa- uh, and some of that. There's always going to be the good sides and the bad sides, but there people do not seem to understand. That just because we call people out or just because we we disagree on an opinion, mm-hmm. yeah, what, does that automatically mean that we're not friends? It's like, mm-hmm. no, Vinny could say something and I disagree and I could talk to him about it mm-hmm. and he's still one of the greatest people I've ever met in my life. I still love Vinny. I still love him and his family and he's still like a really good friend of mine same way like me and Zadie might disagree on something. I still love Zadie with all my heart. And and the same way like other things. Like literally about a week or two ago there was this uh silly debate a uh, Pokemon debate about like about what between a friend and I on Twitter about she was saying how this one Pokemon of Ashes uh like was uh like Really represented like like a lot of the good things of what it means to be Ash Ketchum, and then I was like, oh no, I disagree. Like this Pokemon, like is a better representation of that or whatever. Um, and there's a couple of people on Twitter who started jumping in on it and started mm-hmm. arguing, having this war about it. Meanwhile, mm-hmm. me and my friend were just like, guys, <laughs> it's not a big deal. We yeah. she has her opinions, mm-hmm. I have mine. And that's it. Like, we're not going to fight about it. We're not going to, like, we could debate. It's fun to have a little debate mm-hmm. about it yeah. as long as it ends on good terms. Yeah. It's like, hey, in yeah. the end, even if I don't agree with you, you know what? I respect your opinion. And it is what it is. Like, bygones be Bygones, mm-hmm. I don't. Yeah. We're human. We're not supposed to all think the same. Yeah. And I,
0: <laughs> it's, well, that's it's been like, that's been something that's like, has made me just so so freaking grateful of how jana is with me because like we 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 are different people on like foundational things you know right like she is still she is still the same like kind of christian person that i was growing up whereas i now i now consider myself an atheist and yet we've been able to work together and come to understanding something because we respect each other and love each other for you know who we are rather than and that's i'm so lucky for that because there's not that many fucking people in the world that would you know that would be able to that would be able to just like you know uh understand that just because someone doesn't believe the exact same as you doesn't mean they're any less worth less or like yeah. s- less
1: value or like even that like you know yeah i mean yeah no 100% it's it, and you 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 got it right there like it's exactly that where and and not just in the sense of like not even for relationships like it could be for any kind of relationship whether friendship or romance or anything in the sense where anything could work out things will be fine you just need to learn of like of everyone needs to learn that it's like hey like we don't always have to agree on things but listen like that's what conversations are for that's why we talk that's why we like like Mm -hmm. you and janet want things to work out because you care about each other so it's like so you guys put in the effort it's like hey we may not agree on everything but that's okay. Like we still respect each other. We still love each other. We still like are willing to compromise. And I think Mm -hmm. that's a very important word that a lot of people seem to not really understand. And that's like the word compromise. It's a very powerful word that is necessary for any relationship, not just romantic, but friendship and family wise. But I, I, at the same time, I think this is why, like movies like Encanto or Turning oh, Red, movie. like God those two damn, movies. I love that movie, yeah, Encanto God and Turning Red. Those Encanto two movies, I think, are too. so important right now to have come out because like a lot of it does talk about like there's the concept of a generational gaps and like the Mm -hmm. disagreements amongst others of like hey i believe this is the right way to do this thing but hey i'm hey but hey i'm not you i didn't live in your side i'm not i'm living my own life yeah my own way my own time Mm -hmm. yeah and it's like one thing works for one person doesn't automatically mean it works for another and it's a it's a very it's something that people really do need to kind of understand like yeah. the what world is that, so much yeah, different yeah. now than it was five, ten yeah, yeah. years yeah. ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, I get it. I, I get that there are some people who may have a harder time changing or learning to grow with that, but it, it's mm-hmm. just, it, I don't know. It, it it's, um, mm-hmm. it is what it is just like
0: in in the words of that one song love is the answer yeah (laughs) i don't remember who did that song but anyway
1: yeah But I agree, Ganto is (laughs) a fantastic film. I've
0: watched it so many times.
1: I think Zadie has officially watched it like 20, 30 times. I've watched it a good amount of times too. So it's like, it's so good. It is fantastic. I mean, there's there's
0: just, I can't can't find hardly anything to hate about it. I mean, Joe and I, I've talked about it. Joe and I disagree on whether the movie's, whether or not the movie's good because he didn't like it. But um, mm. I'm gonna just say he didn't. Uh, he didn't want to feel things that day. Oh, um, but like I don't know. Something about the movie is just like, especially that scene where she's where all of a sudden Mirabelle realizes that she's never gonna be fucking good enough for you know for her grandma. You know that hit me. That hit me. Like that hit me where like, you There's a certain Art. point where you realize that oh, I've been trying to be good enough for either a family member or for church people or for this person or that person or yeah. you realize, Oh, I'm not, I'm not, it's not very
1: relatable. I think I've, I, I think everyone at least once in their life has felt that way of, Oh, I'm never going to be good enough for this person. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, I could say I, I felt that way towards my family for such a long time mm-hmm. and a couple of friends too. And, it's it's not easy. It's not it's not easy to get through and it's even harder to admit to their face. Yeah. So but I I love that. It's it's very mm-hmm. it's it, it's very relatable. Yeah.
0: Well, I remember like I remember like, you know, one time my dad told me that he was proud of me and that was like when I was suddenly just like, well that's weird. Why do I still hate myself? Cuz I told myself for so long, "Oh, you're just trying to you just I just got to impress my dad and then I'll be then i'll be where i need to be but then like when he told me that he was proud of me i was like then why am i ashamed of myself why do i hate myself still you know if i'm but, someone that you're proud of why do i hate myself and that made me realize that oh this i need to be a person i ain't proud of exactly I don't need to live yeah live for somebody else you know
1: you and, focus you focus yeah, so yeah. much on trying the fact that it took so long to, yeah for
0: me to get to that point is ridiculous
1: the, but, you took so much time and effort to uh, to gain the praise of one person that you in a a way it kind of like belittled your views of yourself of like oh like like this may be will make this person happy but it's not what makes me happy it's not what makes me love myself or or it doesn't take me to what i want to be or what i want to do in my life so it's like yeah it's 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 happy yeah obviously that that
0: has nothing to do yeah it's nothing to do with like this is my dad. It wasn't his fault that I was of in course, this no, yeah. position. That was just is entirely self inflicted. Like many things in my life, I've found are just like where I'm my own worst enemy, and I'm sure that's fairly
1: common. for One hundred percent, one hundred percent. No, a lot of a lot of people, especially in the world of social media and pop culture, it's a lot of people have found that it's like like there's a lot of things that. We are our own worst enemies, mm-hmm. I think. And that's something that I feel like a lot of people will tend to forget. It's like mm-hmm. like we may – w- the one person who is always going to know us better than anyone is ourself. And we are the only people truly that we're going to be stuck with for the rest of our lives yeah. through birth and death. Mm-hmm. So like it, it it goes to a point where it's like – you're with yourself for so long yes thoughts are going to come to your head and and some of them good some of them are not and like that's why mental health is such an important topic that needs to be discussed more that's why it's like that that's why like how we feel not only towards others but towards Mm. ourselves is so important and why we need to focus and like work on that
0: yeah yeah Yeah. (laughs) shucks that's i mean that's part of like you know here i am raising two kids and i know like i don't I don't want them to go through the same things I had to, to figure out myself. But at the same time, I want them to like, I want them to be free to like form their own, their mm-hmm. own kind of personhood. And it's, it's a difficult, like it's a difficult thing to kind of let go of. Cause like part of me is just like, Oh, I'm i I'm responsible for like forming the opinions of these kids. But the reality is like, but you know, I'm just, I'm just here for the foundation. Once exactly. they get past like, a certain point, they got to figure out the, for themselves.
1: Like I'm not a, I'm not a parent. Like to this day, yeah. I'm still <laughs> mind day, blown a that, you're, that you're that dad. <laughs> to this day, like being your friend, I'm still mind blown that you're a dad. But so hungry, um, dude. but like, like I'm I'm no parent, but I at least have. A, a, I feel like, like the job of a parent will always be to be there for their kids, mm-hmm. and yeah. like, in the end, kids are going to grow up and they're going to be their own people no matter what the parents want no matter what the parents want them to believe or think it's like hey like they could try their hardest to have whatever agenda or to to put whatever thoughts are on their kids but in the end your kids are always going to grow up to be them they're always gonna Mm -hmm. they're always going to grow up to become their own individual person and it's it's the job of, of the parents to simply be there for them no matter what it is yes obviously we could teach them life lessons and stuff as we as they grow of course that's important but it is their life and it's them interacting in the uh, with the world in their way hope all we could really do is hope that it's like okay I hope my kids are not Mm -hmm. horrible people I hope (laughs) hope that they're I hope they grow up to be good people wonderful people uh and real realistically, that's all we can hope for um because like because yes, parents can believe there's a lot that they can show, but it's like no, believe, like the only thing in life that you could ever truly control is how you uh, is is your reaction to situations like what you what you do with the hand that you're dealt with yeah. that is the biggest thing that anyone in their life would have the ability to control
0: yeah yeah i mean something i've something i've learned about life here recently which is something i want to talk about later in the podcast but we'll get yeah. that later uh <laughs> is that um you know life's all about opportunities finding opportunities and grabbing you know being being brave enough to Grab them. So I, I suppose with my kids, I just want to instill with them the courage to go off after the opportunities they want that present themselves in their lives, and not to worry about the ones they don't have. You know,
1: that is a really good thing that you should definitely (laughs) teach them. Because I kind of wish my parents taught me that. Because like some opportunities, I did open my eyes to and was Mm -hmm. able to grab it, like when I met you. But at the same time, growing up, I could say there's a lot of things that I think I missed out because in my mind, I'm like, either I hesitated or because I was like, oh, like, another time will come. And it's like, no, like, like, moment is now. Do it now. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. But uh, we've had so so we've had uh, about an hour of pretty deep conversation. But I want to end out by asking you probably the hardest question you'll ever get asked. Go ahead. Um, So here we go. All right. I need you to tell me which are you more excited about? Oh boy, the new Sonic game or the new Sonic movie?
1: Oh no! <laughs> there's only one correct answer. I'll Ooh. tell you if you get it right. <laughs> I have to say, I have to say, as a Sonic fan, yeah. yes, there's always going to be that hype, the level of hype for for a new game that people are going to be like really excited for, but with how things have been and like <laughs> all things that's been going on, I have to say, like, I've never felt so hyped for a Sonic project in such a long time than I have when it comes to the Sonic movies. Mm. And it's such a weird situation because when the first Sonic movie was even announced, my first thought was I'm go I'm gonna go into this with the lowest of expectations, mm, uh, yeah. They when especially when they showed, like, the original design that they had. Oh, yeah, like, so- <laughs> it was awful, awful. And I was like, oh, no, no, no. This movie's mm. going to Especially because, like, keep in mind, like, at this point, video game movies have always sucked. That's kind of, oh, like, yeah. been the tradition. Oh, yeah. Video game movies have always sucked. The only movie at that mm-hmm. point that was even remotely good was, like, Detective Pikachu. Yeah. And uh, so that was more then, mediocre than anything. Yeah, and and, and and it's like I liked it; it was fine, but it's it like was fun, it's, but it wasn't it's, great. It wasn't a it wasn't amazing. It's like it's a detective Pikachu movie, not really a yeah, Pokemon yeah. movie. But yeah, it's like yeah. it's it, so it's like um, so when they when they're making a Sonic movie, i just like, okay, I, I'm gonna have like the lowest of low expectations. Um, but then they something happened that we didn't think would happen. The mm-hmm the people started listening to the fans and suddenly Sonic had a new design and he looked a lot better. And suddenly like Jim Carrey, who was announced as robotic people were like, wait, what the heck? Jim Carrey of all people. But then it's like, Oh wait, no. Like, like in the trailers, he seems very, he's having a lot of fun. He's like really enjoying his role and some of that. So I was like, okay, like a little bit of hope. Mm -hmm. So so then Valentine's Day comes. And remember, the original Sonic movie mm-hmm. came out yeah. on Valentine's Day. So yeah. me and Zadie, <laughs> we decided – it's like pre-quarantine. We yeah. and Zadie were like, hey, why not? Why not? Let's go watch the Sonic movie for Valentine's Day. So Zadie put on – like I had like a Sonic t-shirt and all this stuff. Zadie put on this wonderful – very creative sonic style dress like blue with white gloves and like <laughs> yellow rings on her wrist and so that really really cool like she like hoop like golden re- earring things and we went to the sonic restaurant and we got like chili dogs and burgers and fries she got onion fries because they're shaped like <laughs> rings and it was like it was like that was really fun and then we went straight to the movie theater Yeah. and it's like okay here we go and Vinny, I kid you not, I went into that movie with the lowest of expectations. Yeah. I left so happy. Yeah. So happy. Like, okay, Dude, okay. It was a
0: good movie. It was it not was just so an okay good. movie. It was a good movie. It was
1: so good. And, it's and like, keep in mind. Finally, keep
0: in mind. Sonic is better than Mario at something.
1: And Keep in mind. Keep in, <laughs> and not only that, but keep in mind, like, we were given like so little things to be hopeful for because look at what do you think about it look at the plot it's another one of those it's another one of those famous iconic pop culture character taken to our world and they're interacting with humans and it's a road trip film like we've seen that hundreds of times and yet for some reason with sonic it seemed to work so well mm-hmm. and the way that and the, and and the way that like sonic was portrayed it was was so good mm-hmm. he was relatable he was fun he was a character mm-hmm. like a genuine character cuz you got to see him happy mm-hmm. angry sad uh defeated upset um excited Like, all these different emotions Mm -hmm. that you don't get to see from Sonic usually. And then Jim Carrey's Eggman was so wonderful because, like, you saw him be really funny. But he was also very clever but also really threatening. And then the end of the film really took it home because it it showed us, like, yo – there's more to come. Like oh, yeah. we got the hint oh, yeah. of like tails, and then we see yeah. Eggman like bald and yeah. le- with the mustache, mm-hmm. and I'm like, "Yo, this is a legitimate Sonic origin story that they're doing." Yeah, and it works. And yeah, it. And then you know, time passes, and and people keep praising the first film, and then suddenly the trailer for the second film is out and we see like Sonic of tails and they're they're cool they have the original they have the uh the current voice actors of tails coming in to play tails yeah. and then knuckles came in and it's like oh mm-hmm. wait Edris Ilba played knuckles i don't know how i feel about that and then you hear him i'm like dang it they made knuckles hot but you know what <laughs> i'm okay with it and, and it's like and it's just wonderful wonderful energy all over again and it's like mm-hmm. so much and you see the love they're putting in all the all all the easter eggs all the references all the fun like you could tell that these people are enjoying working on this project and I haven't felt this way towards Sonic since I read the comics man like like Archie comics and the IDW comics like to this day I will say if you want to get into Sonic and you want some of the best Sonic content read the comic books those are really what I believe are the best ways that you could ever get a a good Sonic story because the games like I love the games and I'm always going to love the games, but even I have to admit, it's like, there's definitely going to be some hit or misses. So then the the fact that the movies were able to do something so wonderful and so original, but also working so originally well with things that exist. I'm excited and I'm excited to see what they do. And I, and I'm even more excited to find out, yo, Sonic the Hedgehog 2 is not the last one. No, Sonic the Hedgehog 3 is already announced, and they already announced the Knuckles project. I swear to G
0: if it's not called Sonic 3,
1: subtitle, and Knuckles. Well, no, 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 no. Think about this. No, no, no. But Vinny, Vinny, no, no, no. Think about this. Think about this. I really want you to think about it they announced Sonic the Hedgehog 3 uh-huh. and a yeah. Knuckles miniseries. Oh, series. Sonic 3 they and, all, and Knuckles. They already announced Sonic 3 and Knuckles without even... This is like, a double feature at the movie it's theater.
0: It's so crazy. <laughs> you get one ticket and you have to watch both movies.
1: Yeah, It's so crazy that they did that, but it was it's so clever. Yeah. They know yeah. what they're doing, and this is what we wanted in a video game mm-hmm. movie for so long. Yeah. They know what they're working with, and that's what makes me yeah. so happy and excited. Yeah. Um, like, a kind of a hint for what's coming for my channel, but I have a couple of videos coming up discussing what I believe are going to be the plots for the next couple of Sonic movies, and I'm very excited, yeah. <laughs> very very excited. Um, yeah. I would it, just like the first and so foremost
0: fun. point out that I called Jim Carrey being perfect for the role of Eggman. Like, yeah, there's no, an you old did, video you, you can. There's an old video you can go look up where I was. I was with uh, another YouTuber. Um, I his name is Aaron. He just messaged me the other day for the first time in a while, and I can't <laughs> remember his name, but I think that was it. But uh, yeah, it was an old. It was like for the last Mark, March Mario Mayhem, we did a video, and he's a big Sonic fan as well. So we were talking about it a little bit in that video, and I said, "I think, uh, I think, um, you know, I think that um, it would be perfect for the yeah, Jim Carrey would be perfect for Eggman. I think he'd make a great Eggman." And he's like, "I don't know, man, but I called it."
1: I, I I think another uh, thing that I think really it's just like yeah. yeah.
0: I think I was more looking till Jim Carrey's fun, you know, goofy roles. Yeah. Because he's a really good – like, look at him in The Mask or The Grinch, which I used to hate. But then my wife made me watch it, and I realized, damn, this is a good movie.
1: Is- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I think what it is is, like, like – the reason I think people were originally worried about Jim Carrey as Eggman is because, like, Eggman is such an interesting and mm-hmm. complex character to work with. Because, like, yes, Eggman is funny, yes, but he's also very threatening. Like, like, yeah, like it to give you an idea. Like, this is a character who, one moment, will say some very silly, funny things and make these goofy looking robots. But then also remember that this is also the same guy that created Metal Sonic. And this is also the same guy who, just to give you an Mm -hmm. idea, was willing to kill thousands upon thousands of people to get what he wants in a lot of these continuities. So it's Mm. like. So it's like the way that Jim Carrey made it work, like, is so well. Because again, he does a good job of combining that. He's yeah, he is a threatening character, but still has this very funny yeah. Jim Carreyness to it. Yeah. That it's like he really gave yeah. life to his version of robotic, mm-hmm. and I really appreciate that.
0: Yeah, yeah. What do you think about like the? I'm just curious. This is this was my first Sonic
1: cartoon, so it's very near and dear to my heart. Okay.
0: Sonic X Eggman. What did you think about
1: him? I think it was I great. Him. I think it. Was, I think he was just fine. I think it was good. Yeah. Um, Sonic Exit and Stay is uh, one of, if not my second favorite Sonic like animated series at this point. My first one being Sonic Saturn. Um, but it's like I gotta, I he, gotta put
0: Sonic Boom. It was number one, but that's just because it was, you know. I loved it a lot. Yeah. Uh, it really got me in into Sonic. That's but cool. yeah, I understand. I understand if like. No, no, you, I get like Saturday you. morning cartoon. If you grew up on that, I can understand loving yeah. that because it's great.
1: Yeah, no, it really is. And it's like, um, but like Sonic X-Men like, was really good just because similar to Jim Carrey, um, he was threatening. Yeah. But it was funny. <laughs> mm. <laughs> but he was also like the genius that we we're hoping he is. And it's like, that's, what we want from Eggman in the end. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, I mean, that's the main reason that made me think of that because I saw a clip recently. The Japanese dub really was much better with Sonic X, which I don't want to be like sub versus dub versus sub garbage, but like the Japanese version was just like there was like this scene during the third season, I believe was the last one, um, where like, I mean, Eggman basically gets the aliens, the bad guy aliens, to, uh, to, to, to kind of let him join forces with them. Um, and he does so in a very like intimidating manner, but also there's this point where Sonic gets super PO'd and, uh, and goes like dark Sonic. Uh, I think your audio is cut off actually. The microphone. No. <laughs> I don't hear anything. Nothing. Nothing. It's off. What are we going to do? We'll just have to talk shit about Sonic. You know, actually. Guys, Sonic, can you hear me? Like, oh no, oh yeah, 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 yeah. I wasn't okay. saying anything bad about Sonic, don't worry. Um <laughs> I heard everything. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, um, you know, in that scene, I forget Eggman's exact wording, but it was just like when I heard like the original version it was, compared to like
1: if I remember correctly, it was the scene where Sonic is worried about Chris and Cosmo. Yeah, yeah, and he gets angry yeah. and he turns into the dark supersonic. And, like, Eggman Eggman kind of, like, calms him down, being like, hey, whoa, mm. like, like Sonic, this isn't like you. I'm pretty disappointed. Mm. You're acting like yeah. another hedgehog that we know that's very yeah, yeah. angry and moody. Some of that. <laughs> yeah. But in the <laughs>
0: Japanese version, he's literally just like, I'll distract the aliens while you – Yeah, Shadows rescue your friends. I'll distract them while you you, you escape into the dust. I was, you know. And that's, like – I don't know. That was just such a freaking uh, – such a cool Eggman move.
1: It really was, yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. And they kind of ruined that in the uh, English version, which I don't want to, I don't want to base too much on the English version. I don't know, dude. The
1: English version, like, was okay for me, because it's like, it still kind of gave Eggman that It was 90% okay, but it was just every now and then. Like, the Japanese version was definitely better in that regards, but, like, the the English one, I I will give, it still gave Eggman a bit of that bad egg moment, because it focused a little bit more on Eggman's relationship to Sonic, than it was him yeah. threatening the Metarex. Because, um, mm-hmm. in that regards, it's like <clears throat> Eggman mentioning again Sonic's like, "Whoa, Sonic! Like, yeah. Like, yeah. You chill. You chill. Yeah. like you gotta you gotta chill. Like, you gotta come. Like, it's it's a it's an interesting thing of like your enemy reminding you to be right, yeah. your better yeah. self. And it's like mm-hmm. it's such an interesting scene." Mm. And you see how it affects yeah. Sonic when he turns back to normal that it's like, oh, it's like, yeah, yeah. like, yeah, like, mm. I can't believe I'm saying yeah. this, but he's right, yeah. you know?
0: Yeah, it's a, I guess it's the subtle changes for me. I've had mm-hmm. the same complaint yeah. about, I don't know if you have any Dragon Ball opinions, but with the original Dragon Ball cartoon, when uh, Goku kind of, like, accept, like, you know, asks uh, Chi-Chi to marry him, I like the, uh, the subversion better than the dub version mm. because the dub version actually got the joke that i feel like the dub version was just it just missed the whole point of like what the joke was i forget yeah. the exact wording but, like, that scene, like, really just, it, it, it kind of teed me off because I saw, like, the, the sub version first and then I watched it dub and I was just like, wait a second, they missed the joke thing about, like, you know, because it just seems so funny where he was just like, well, I guess I did tell you I'd marry, so want to get married. Whereas in the, in the, the dub version, they tried to make it heartfelt and Goku's not romantic is nice. He doesn't even understand what that is, and they tried to make it seem romantic so that it was less rapey or something. I don't know. Oh my gosh! <laughs> but uh, anyway, um, I think now might be a good time to move on to segments. Um, I didn't, uh, I didn't prepare you for much went in the way of segments, but that's because we only have one segment. And the segment's name is uh, recommendations.
1: Okay, let's um, go for it.
0: And and basically, what I do in this segment is every week I give three recommendations. Typically, because usually it's solo show, um, right. but you can do however many you want to. And I knew you wouldn't have a problem Everything. with that because because you are the media nut, and you don't have any problem with uh, coming up with recommendations for us simple plebs. But um, I just in case <laughs> I will give mine. I will give mine first. All right. So that um. <clears throat> so that you can have time if you need to think about what you're going to recommend. Uh, mm-hmm. So first off, this is something that I found today. And it's a TED Talk. So, you know, nice and short 30 minutes if you want to check it out. But it is uh, by this um, this astronaut guy called Story Musgrave. And uh, he was a NASA astronaut for 30 years. Um, but before that, uh, for um, he grew up. As a country boy, you know he was a child of, he's a product of child labor, as he yeah, calls it dog. in this TED talk, um, which is very relatable for me. But um, the name of this, the name of this TED talk, is the uh, power of curiosity, and oh. it just it, it hit home for me because, um, like we were talking about earlier with like me raising my kids, that's the right. thing that I want to encourage them. In. It's like, hey, you know what? You're gonna miss a lot of shots in life. But you're going to miss a lot of them that you don't take, you know. So it's all about being curious and reaching for those opportunities. And so, yeah, this this TED Talk, again, the guy's name is Story Musgrave. He's 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 just he's a really good storyteller, you know, for an old guy. And mm-hmm. it, I just find these stories from, like, these, these old fellers to be so interesting, especially when they went from such humble beginnings. You know, this guy didn't even have a high school education. He went through the Korean War. And you know had to you know had to find a way to get to university so he could do the things that he wanted to do and he did you know he pushed his way through and and went to the top so yeah that's my first recommendation is to check that that's out. Awesome. Um, second recommendation. So last week I talked about uh, the show that I discovered recently, which I can't believe I hadn't seen before now, called Hell of a Boss.
1: Oh let's go! God, it's so
0: good, dude. I it's fell in love with so it immediately. I've watched it, like, four or five times already. You know, not counting all the times I've spent binging YouTube oh, yeah. videos of people, like, dissecting <laughs> stuff. But there's so much to catch in it. I love these animated stuff, dude. Like, yeah, I've talked they, a lot about, like, our house hard, and man. amphibia. But, like, this is just, like, you can tell so much work where it went into it. And so many of these characters were just... um. They could have been written shallow, but they were not. You know, they actually have depth to them. You know, they could just be written off as a joke, but they're not. And that's always fascinating. That's always fun for me to see because I love when I see that people worked really hard in something. But that was actually last week's recommendation. This week's recommendation is uh, I checked out the pilot for Been Hotel. Yes. Which is brilliant. You know, we have really one 30 minute pilot and it's already established itself. It's yep. a kick ass show and just great. So I'm
1: excited. There, I'm excited to so, see that stuff. There's so many things I love about both shows, especially the music. Um like automatically, like my uh, some of my favorite songs from them include um um the uh ra- uh, uh what's the name? Uh Radio Demons version of uh I, I've got a dream. So I was like, You've got a dream, you wish to tell. And then there's uh um the uh the the what was it, uh Moxie and Blitzo – uh, duet in, oh, in, yeah. in the to episode. The kid like, kind of thing where they why, were having that, the trip. Moxie, why, uh, do you <laughs> hide your true feelings inside? I am, I'm afraid of rejection. Why, Moxie, why do you have merely put in your, in your butt? <laughs> in and I was like, what? And, <laughs> this me um, <is> an <laughs> erection. Hey! <laughs> exactly. And, um, and then, uh, another one, which was, uh, the last episode of, uh, Of a hell of a boss, uh, Mm. as of this point, at least, because there's still new episodes coming. um, Was uh, uh, the uh, the 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 Asmodius song, but specifically Moxie's like Mm. parts because it's just (laughs) like Moxie and Millie, even Mm. though they're living where they're living, (laughs) it's 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 such it's so wholesome. Surprisingly, yeah, the yeah. relationship like, is so
0: wholesome. Yeah. So I, I just and it's, love that. It, yeah. you know, and I, like really I mean, good. like I said, uh, try or tried to say last week is just like the way that is set up to be like where Blitz is just like he secretly craves the same kind of relationship they have. Yeah, but can't admit it. So yeah. instead, he constantly places himself inside their relationship or tries to like insert himself as a third reel constantly. And that in itself could have been written off as a joke, but instead. It's part of Blitz's character, and it's yeah. it's just it's so good, dude. And
1: you like, can tell when, ah. and and like it's interesting because like um, Blitzo's relationship with um, You're always silent, with uh, 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 Blitz's uh, Blitz's relationship <laughs> with with uh, Stolas? I, I was, Stolas, Stolas, yeah, Stolas, Stolas yeah. where it's it's you see, there's like this toxicity from mm. both sides. But at the yeah. same time, you also know that the two mm-hmm. genuinely care as yeah. well. Yeah. So it's this weird dynamic of they're both bad mm-hmm. for each other, but yeah. you also f- see why they make sense mm-hmm. together too. Yeah. Yeah. It's so interesting. It's not it's yeah. not like a lot of relationships. They're both toxic. That I've seen. They're both
0: toxic people, but they're both they both want more of a relationship. But exactly. Don't it. It's so interesting. Yeah it's, yeah. it's yeah. Like I said, just such a such a better written show than so many of the animated adult shows that come out nowadays. Yeah. But uh, I mean, there are some great ones. Don't get me wrong. I love All me right. some Rick and Morty and that new one uh, that I still need to watch smiling friends, but also the other new one from Alex Hirsch. Um, Inside Job. I still need to watch that
1: one, but from what Ooh, I see, yeah, it I seems I heard great. I heard good things about Inside Job. Yeah,
0: it's. I mean, Alex Hirsch was behind uh, Gravity Falls, so it's got to be yeah. good.
1: <laughs> Alex Hirsch is like, uh, like yeah. Alex Hirsch is one of the many reasons why we ha- why we currently are in like the new age of animated yeah. shows. What we have yeah. today, like you mentioned yes. already, like we have such f- fantastic shows like Owl House and Amphibia mm. and. Like uh, and yeah. and and like shows that paved the way for that like Gravity Falls, Adventure Time, Steven Universe, and all these other stuff like moving forward. Yeah, such fantastic works of art. Goodness gracious. Yeah. yeah. But uh,
0: anyway, yeah, that's the second recommendation. Third recommendation for me. Uh, now finally shut my trap. Um, is this book I've been reading called Evolution's Rainbow: Diversity, Gender, and Sexuality in, Mature, in, in Nature and People? Mm. Um, it's written by Joanne Ruffgarden, and it's a great book all about the diversity of sexuality and gender in nature, but also in people. And um, it's uh, it's interesting because uh, she um, she explores a lot when it comes to like also uh, what we've seen in history. Because again, mm, surprise, surprise, okay. transgender people are nothing new. They existed. They've been <laughs> the several for years. They've been around long a while. Time. Um, but she also explores even like the concept of uh gender uh, fluidity and sexuality in the right. Bible which is surprising for me because again i'm I'm somebody who doesn't consider doesn't consider that to be a source of um of moral standards or scientific guidelines right. but something interesting she put in the book was like there are some people that are going to choose religion over science um, and apparently as we've seen over the past, several years they're going to replace it above being a decent person as well um yeah. but this book is is great because not only does it explores science but it also explores um the history in uh, you know religious texts as well you know of like references to this stuff so yeah um i've been really enjoying the book so far so i recommend it it's a great read and uh so yeah, nice. those are my recommendations. Do you wanna share yours with us?
1: Uh well, uh so is there like a rule when it comes to like the recommendations that we're that we can give, or is it just any I, I any... don't have rules, dude. What do you take um, for? Well, okay. I mean recommendations that I have, um Oh, okay. Here's a here's a fun one. Uh because I was recently part of it. Um so uh for those of you who don't know. Uh, this past week was the 25th anniversary of the Pokemon anime. And uh, me and a bunch of uh, of uh, anime Pokemon anime YouTubers uh, teamed up to do um, our version of what we call like the top 25 Pokemon battles in the Pokemon anime. And so if you guys want to check that out, you can go to... Uh, Lumios Trainer Zach's YouTube channel, and there you'll find it. It's a fantastic, wonderful video where people dive in, really dive in deep into like what makes these Pokemon battles so wonderful and fantastic throughout these 25 years that this anime has been out. <clears throat> so that's probably my first recommendation. Uh um, spell that channel ton the channel-ton? Oh, right, right. So it's uh Lumios, so L-U-M... I O S E and okay. then Trainer, like Trainer, Pokemon Trainer. Okay. And then Zach Z A C. Uh so okay. like Lumius Trainer Zach is gonna be on okay. that YouTube channel. Yeah. And uh in it the title of the video is exactly what it is. Top twenty-five uh battles in the Pokemon anime. I think that's what it how it's pronounced. Um oh. But so that that video is uh, really fun. I I really recommend you guys check it out. I think it's already reached like seventy seven thousand, maybe more since last I checked. So mm-hmm. a lot of people were really yeah. happy with it. I was very proud to be part of it. Um, let me think what else. Um, other recommendations that I can think of is um, um, uh, well, not really anything with me, but because you mentioned. Um, you talked a lot about some really great animated shows and one recommendation for someone who loves animated shows and recently has been working really hard on making these wonderful crafts on on their Etsy shop is, uh, my friend Misha, uh, who, uh, on her Instagram, if people could find her, uh, let me see if I have it. It's, uh pulling it up now it's a peggy unicorn so p-e-g-g-y and then unicorn and she does all these wonderful arts artworks of like of owl house arcane encanto um um uh, uh amphibia uh all all these wonderful sh- uh she-ra uh legend of zelda like and basically every popular animated project that's currently out right now she's done these wonderful works of art that she sells on like her on her etsy shop and a couple of other things so if you guys are on instagram and you want to check it out definitely go Uh, i recommend it highly she does wonderful fantastic work and i definitely feel like she deserves, uh, deserves a lot more recognition because like her art is really not only is it good art, but also like it, and you could tell it's her style. She has a very mm. distinct and adorable way of drawing these characters and making them feel so connected, and I love it. It brings it to life in a way yeah, that I haven't. I was seen gonna
0: before. say I'm gonna have to get some of these for my computer.
1: Oh, have you seen them? them? They, they look I'm really it up good. I'm looking at them right now. Right? Yeah, those are nice. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> some of my favorites are like the Lumini ones, and the uh, the Dragon Prince one is really yeah. good as well. Yeah. Those are really good. Uh, very wonderful. Very fun. Um, and then let me think, what is, uh, I can think of like maybe one more, um, uh, if I were to do one more recommendation, uh, let me think of a, is there like a show or movie or something that I, uh, Oh, well actually, you know what, just because I would love for this pro uh, for this, I'm a big Lin-Manuel Miranda fan. And uh, uh, for those of you who love Encanto, because Encanto is a Lin-Manuel Miranda project, mm. um, uh, I, uh, one of the – his very first directed film that he made, uh, which is based off of a very famous uh, 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 Broadway show, uh, but also like a work of Broadway um, uh, by the late John Larson, I recommend you check out Tick, Tick, Boom on uh, on Netflix. Fantastic movie. Love it a lot. Andrew Garfield is in it. Vanessa Hudgens is in it. Really great singing. Really wonderful cast. Deep, wonderful, fun story. Uh, well, maybe not fun, but relatable story about what it is to be an up-and-coming creator or artist wanting to make their wanting to make their mark on the world. So I feel like Vinny and I can really understand (laughs) that feeling, like the the stresses of trying to make it in a world like this with the, with the passions that we have. It's very wonderful, very relatable, fantastic music. I really recommend it. And I mean, if I had to do one more recommendation, this is just me kind of shouting myself out. I mean, check out the (laughs) media channel for any, (laughs) like pop culture videos they want uh there's a lot of stuff that i'm going to be making very soon right now i'm kind of taking a little break just because uh i'm in the middle of trying to look for a place to live so uh you know still with that real life stuff always living is good yeah exactly so (laughs) i kind of hopefully i find a place very soon and then from once i get my own place then i could get back to making content but i have a lot of really fun videos Videos for Pokemon and Kingdom Hearts and Sonic and like Smash Bros. Uh, some of my most popular videos have been Smash Bros. related video. If anyone has seen my reaction to Sora joining mm-hmm. Smash, like it is, a lot of people seem to like it, and I cried my eyes out when I found out he was. I mean, in that was Smash one you were. Really that was happy. one
0: you were wanting for a long time, dude. Like yeah, I know since I mean since I remember back I met, in the old yeah. Homeschooled Nerdcast episode talking about one Sora
1: yeah no I, I wanted it for years so like when he finally showed up bald my eyes that i was crying like a baby it was oh yeah, it was i honestly so worth didn't it.
0: think it was gonna happen just because of how difficult those kind of problems right? are to so many to people get, yeah the, the the ip for but gosh dang they did it they did it they, they did, did it, did it. <laughs> they knew what the people wanted yeah um, man they really waluigi. did
1: uh poor waluigi <laughs> <laughs> but um <laughs> But oh, yeah, so it's like uh, if you guys want some really fun, nerdy content, uh, please check out my channel, The Media Nuts. Uh, uh, like I said, I, I, I want to try to create a community that it's like of people who love pop culture and nerdy stuff and try to use it to you know, bring out the best in each other, bring out the best in ourselves, hopefully – um, but yeah, those are probably all the recommendations I can think of. Yeah. Thank you.
0: <laughs> so some good recommendations. I would just like to second that and as well as add to that and say if you guys want to check out the Random Ramblers channel, um, is it Random Ramblers, or Random Ramblings Productions? So, yeah, okay, so channel?
1: my personal channel is the Media and then, right, yeah, there's the Random Ramblings Productions mm-hmm. channel, uh, that's the company's uh channel that we do all the more cinematic stuff that's where a lot of the projects that you and i will most likely if yeah. we continue doing yeah. stuff in the future like yeah that you and i have like been able to do and hopefully continue to do in the future as time passes just you know hopefully the world becomes a safer place that we can yeah. start filming stuff again but uh right. as time passes things will be okay I uh, but yeah
0: yeah if you guys want to check out like the video the sonic adventure review yes. it's on that channel has, to this uh, day, it's only, still... Not only does it have Billium, but also has your homeschooled nerd boys. Me and Joe were both
1: yeah. on there
0: for extended periods. And I, I rewatched that video not too long ago, and I was just like, gosh, dang it. This
1: was, was a good, really it's a good well video." Done. You know, dude, yeah, I was you know? really proud of that. The effects that I did, and, and like really looking at it now with everyone in char- inside, like, Billium has really skyrocketed oh, when, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. on his channel, and like, he's been doing great work, so i guess like random uh recommended to like check out Billiam's channel too yeah. fantastic work uh but it's like yeah it's such a good video that i'm so proud of please if you guys get a chance to check out the sonic video it's 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 a lot of fun it's a lot of fun and i mean i'll admit I'm so i didn't agree
0: it. i didn't agree with the verdict of the video but oh you know, yeah <laughs> that's okay <laughs> that's okay I don't mind I don't mind giving in every now and then. If I gotta, if I were to like gotta... redo
1: some things, I think uh, <laughs> it, I I do like that in the end of the video. I think what it was is there was a common consensus of understanding, I think. And that's mm-hmm. one thing I appreciated in yeah. the writing of the script as well was that we understood that Benny realistically Mm-hmm. Did not. Well, share the opinion. I wasn't going to change my mind and be like, well, exactly. actually,
0: Sonic Adventure is fun. You know, exactly. No, no, no. We wanted. Day,
1: we yeah. wanted to respect that. So what? What we tried doing was like we found a common ground where it's like, hey, mm-hmm. in the end, like it's okay that we disagreed. Yeah. You found some good stuff in it, but you you also helped us see some of the bad stuff in it. And in the end, it's like, oh, we like the game game a lot, mm-hmm. and maybe you may not have, but in the end, it was a good time. And yeah. this goes back to what we were talking about social media. In the end, it was a conversation that we had a good time having, even if we disagreed. Yeah. 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 Now
0: Sonic Adventure Two, that might be a different story. We'll oh see yeah. That one...
1: <laughs> maybe one day. Maybe one day I'll be. I'll make maybe that one day. One day one I'll, day I'll that video will that happen, video.
0: and I'll just show up gotta, at the end and be like, "It's nice,
1: not good." We we gotta we gotta we gotta continue that media night homeschool nerd if, rivalry. I
0: will. I will. I will. I if if you do that, I'll make sure to clip the uh, time that me and Joe played Sonic Adventure Two that'll be great um, when we Got to the final area i had i i had some rages dude i was not good <laughs> i was not good oh but anyway my gosh dude i i feel like i don't really want this episode to be over but it's already gone for an hour and i a missed
1: half. you so much it was so and, good oh, talking god, to dude, you
0: it's yeah i god i wish we could i wish we could just do more hang out online stuff Cause, I, like, really I remember still, yeah. playing Among Us with you and the whole gang at the Ramblers. Yeah. It's, it's one of my favorite gaming memories even now. It's only a little over a year old now.
1: It but really like, is. Yeah. I look back
0: on that. I was in my new office, which now is completed. Um, and it's just like, you know, I look back at that and it's just like, it was so much fun because I'd never, you know, it's it very rare that I had like that many people to play with together. And actually, I didn't feel, I guess I didn't feel out of place, which is. For me, very rare.
1: I mean, yeah, I'm happy that it happened. But yeah, yeah like whenever yeah, you yeah. whenever you want, like, let me know whenever you want to, like, try to do another, whether it's a podcast or some some kind of gaming thing, let me know and I'll, I'll do my best. Like, I, I, I miss yeah, yeah. I miss working with you. I miss hanging oh, with yeah. you. I miss talking to you. So yeah. I had a good time.
0: Yeah. whole well, shocks, dude. I mean, I, I always have fun talking to you. I don't know. I don't know what it is. But even though we're even though we're different in many ways, we seem to have always meshed. I'm glad to see that hasn't changed. Yeah, I'm glad to see that that we can still get along okay. And my goal is my goal is to sometime have like you know one at a time have all the ramblers on, but I don't know uh, I don't know how long that'll take because I'm a I'm a procrastinator.
1: We'll see what but happens. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, I'll have to see if Zeta will want to uh, be on the podcast. I'll definitely we'll let her know. Yeah. yeah, I'll have to yeah let her know and and I'll see about it. But anyway. Uh, With that being said, thank you so much for joining us for this episode of Fridays with Vinny. This was a lot of fun. Um, And uh, yeah, all of you at home, check out Pedro's stuff. And as always, if you have any questions, comments, death threats for the podcast, you can send them (laughs) into contact at com, And uh, I will read those and uh, respond to some of them on future episodes of the podcast, but not today. Uh, with that being said, have a wonderful Friday. Have a wonderful weekend, and I'll see you all next Friday. Until then, I love you all. Love yourselves.
1: Say bye. Bye. See you. <laughs> Adios. <laughs>